You're listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. It's the last week of Jesus' life on this earth. It's a Tuesday, and he is outside the temple teaching and preaching the good news of his Father, lesson after lesson. His days are getting numbered. He entered Jerusalem on Sunday to what seemed like a really big celebration and party, but he knew that that wouldn't last long. Jesus is wasting no time teaching both truth and love every chance he gets. The current religious officials in power, the Pharisees, haven't been too impressed with Jesus' teachings. It's not so much what he's teaching, but that he acts like as if he has the authority over the law and not the other way around. They felt that he had to be stopped. It was time to make their move, not physically per se, but certainly publicly. They sent over one of their best lawyers, an expert in the law. That was by design because they had just heard that Jesus silenced the mouths of the Sadducees who challenged him. Now, of course, this is no surprise to the Pharisees because, well, they hold their counterparts, the Sadducees, of lesser theological intelligence. But nonetheless, let's send in the best that we have. Let's humiliate this Jesus to his followers so that they can see that he is only human and then we can all get back to our normal lives. And this particular expert knew exactly which question to ask. It's a question that has been asked within the Pharisee ranks for decades. There is much debate over the answer, or even if there is an answer. It's a question often used to sniff out any heretics that perhaps shouldn't belong as a Pharisee. This question could be the very eight words to shut Jesus down. It was a large crowd listening to Jesus that day as the expert made his way through the crowd to the front. He tries to get Jesus' attention. Teacher, teacher. And the crowd becomes quiet, waiting to hear what the Pharisee has to say. He asks, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law. So far in our series, our house that we've been going through for the last several weeks, we've looked at the church's commission and community. Now, this week, is a look into the church's commandment from Jesus. It is a a very difficult thing to try and summarize in a brief, concise manner what the commandments of the church are. I mean, if you were to actually look 
all throughout history, you will find no shortage of commands in the Bible. Some of these commands served as temporary instructions for a specific group of people for a specific time, and others were universal for all to follow. Some required faith, and others were simply instructions on daily life, such as diet, hygiene, military service, and even marriage. The first thing that comes to mind when thinking of commandments, at least for me, would be Moses on the top of Mount Sinai, bringing down the Ten Commandments for all of Israel. It was a start, these Ten Commandments, at least for a new generation of Jews who have never lived free lives outside of Egypt. As they wandered the desert looking for the promised land, more and more laws were given to Moses along the way. These laws were written down and recorded so that the new nation of Israel could remember and honor the God that has saved them. We can still actually read these writings today, these laws that were given to Moses. They make up the books of Leviticus and Deuteronomy. Eventually, the commandments grew from 10 to 613. These 613 laws would become known among the Jews as Taryag Mitzvah, meaning the 613 commandments. A very clever name, I suppose. However, they would have been given a nickname, one more commonly used among the average person known as the Laws of Moses. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.